Welcome to Foes and Fables, an actual play D&D podcast, and today is a special day as we return to the world of Archeo. My name is Tanner Azanero, and I'm joined here today by your incredible players. Stop unbuttoning your shirt. I mean, actually, well, I don't care, really. You can keep unbuttoning your shirt. Just introduce yourself. Your shirt is still more unbuttoned than mine. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I'm it is. David Beeman playing William Joseph Growler. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <sighs> I'm David Sturgis playing Alien Lightfeather. <laughs> yes, the name is correct this, this season. What did this you say last time? Lightfoot. Gordon Lightfoot. Lightfoot. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Tell me about the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. <laughs> I'm Nathan Augustine playing Rodney Captain Pepperbaum. Yes, 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 yes. And rounding out this sophisticated lineup of young gentlemen, <laughs> my name is Zach Stenzel, and I will be playing Stanford Stan Stanfordson oh, of wonderful. the Navy. Uh, now, at this point, David Beeman is fully buttoned up. With the <laughs> oh, <up>. God. <laughs> He doesn't have a neck as anymore. As modest as possibly can be. So uh, hot. Just having a hard time keeping my hands I still hope, today. I hope you guys are just ready to just let loose a little bit after Iris and, you know. I just think I need to roll some dice. Yeah. Let's, well, you know what? Let's get this thing started. For those of you who are new to our show, this series that we are about to embark on is the sequel to our first Archeo series, The Hunt for the Sunken City. It's four episodes of Insanity that I promise you'll want to go back and listen to before joining us on this new adventure, so be sure to search Archeo in our feed to get caught up on the story as we progress. Before we continue, though, I do believe it is imperative to look at where we're coming from in order to move ahead. Our journey began in the deserts of Egypt, where our party, led by William Joseph Growler, were in search of the lost tomb of Queen Nefertiti. Helping the digging crew was the loyal Stanford Stan Stanfordson, while trained assassins Elian Lightfeather and Rodney Toxin Pepperbaum provided safety and security for our criminal-adjacent archaeology team. Our party discovered the tomb and entered within, finding Queen Nefertiti's sarcophagus, but not before the tomb began to collapse in on itself. Within Nefertiti's tomb, the party found a bizarre glowing metal orb that led them to a secret exit from the tomb. Upon arriving back to the surface, to safety, the party realized that their digging crew had double-crossed them, as they had been paid off by their longtime nemesis, Hattie Chapman. The party narrowly escaped a chase through the desert with all of their archaeological finds in tow and returned to the USA. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry, everyone. Nathan's... Hang on. Hang he on. made a snake! Nathan... I can't do that one. I just... <laughs> no, show, show everyone what you're doing right now. I'm doing this. Distracting the episode. If you I was to... doing fine before. That's the, you do that every time, and I just can't. I just I can't do that. One. Yeah. If you want to hear what we're talking about, go to our fucking Instagram or whatever the fuck. Okay, all right. Sorry, everyone. God, that's an end tag if I've ever heard yep, one. Whatever the fuck. That's our stuff. That's the best we got. Back in New Hampshire, the party got in contact with Greek archaeologist Dr. Alec Drakos. Drakos informed the party that what they might have found is or 
calcum, the magical metal used by the Atlanteans before their city sunk to the bottom of the sea. Intrigued to learn more, the party decided to head to Greece and meet with Dracos, but not before they were ambushed by a group of platypus people. The party defeated their enemies and kidnapped one of the would-be assassins named Felipe, with Felipe as a carry-on. The party arrived to the island of Santorini to find Dracos, though they quickly realized that the platypus group of the New Atlanteans had taken him hostage and were holding him in their blimp above the sea. The party staged a risky combat both on sea and in the sky where Toxin was able to board the Zeppelin and find Dracos within. Toxin learned that Hattie Chapman was working with the New Atlanteans to discover the lost city and in a bold and possibly stupid move, Toxin decided to bring down the Zeppelin with everyone in it, including himself. After surviving this combat, the party rejoined the Oracalcum with a piece of Atlantean technology that Dracos had and they revealed the entrance to the lost city. As they walked through the ruins of Atlantis, they realized that the mo they realized that most of the city had been lost to the ocean, and they were in the presence of the few Atlanteans left to survive, led by an octopus man named Pado. Pado asked the party if they knew these three surface-dwelling survivors that also ended up in Atlantis, and revealed that Dracos, Hattie, and Felipe, the party's new ally and supporter, as well as the holder of the Endless Euro, also ended up in the sunken city. Felipe unfortunately did not survive his injuries. Dracos and Hattie, however, did. Dracos tried to convince the Atlanteans to let him stay with them, to which Pato refused. In his unwillingness to leave, Dracos began running toward this bizarre, enormous piece of orichalcum that held within it a red tear in the fabric of reality. It called to him, and upon him freeing it from the orichalcum, morphed Dracos into a demonic, tentacled creature. The party defeated Dracos and saved Atlantis, but during the fight, in a moment to hopefully empower his abilities, Toxin swallowed some orichalcum and fired the greatest shot of his life. In doing so, Tox saw a vision of his late wife Sylvia, though she seemed to be speaking to him as if she were still here. Interrupting this vision was a modern-day Subaru being driven by a human being, the first and only one Tox had ever seen. The driver, Larry, told Tox he was on a vacation with his family, but that he could help Tox get back to where he came from, or that he could abandon everything he knows to find what else is out there. Deciding for the latter, Tox got into the Subaru with Larry, and the two disappeared into the ether. With Growler, Stan, and Elian all left behind, unsure of where Tox had gone, the three decided to mimic Tox's actions in order to follow him. They each swallowed Orichalcum of their own and disappeared into the ether as well, in order to find their friend. Tox and Larry, meanwhile, hopped over to another universe to help Larry's son, Bill, who was a member of the Githzerai and was needing an evacuation from a world that was being overrun by dark magic brought upon by the Gith Yonki. With Tox not really understanding the nitty-gritty of what was going on, our chameleon friend went along for the ride as Larry brought Bill to safety and promised Tox he'd be returning him to his proper universe. And now we find ourselves with more story to tell. But before even this new story can be properly told, we need to go even further back. 1927, 10 years before the start of the adventure we just described, before Toxin's wife had passed and before the Endless Euro had been discovered by Felipe, we find ourselves on the islands 
of Bimini in the westernmost district of the Bahamas. A beautiful island, especially on this day in the nice hot sun that welcomes travelers and locals with a picturesque view of the sea and the perfect little island to act as a port to smuggle alcohol into the current prohibition era of America. Though calm as this setting may be, bullets whiz by as animal humanoids duck and cover to move, though these bullets are clearly meant for one agile cat. David Beeman, would you please reintroduce your character? Uh, yes, I am William Joseph Growler. I am an adventurer, a treasure hunter, and there's nothing that I love more than adventuring the world with all of my friends. Currently in this moment, you are completely alone running through the- <laughs> That is terrifying! <laughs> Bullets are whizzing by your head as you are ducking and weaving through people, uh, pushing over carts to try and get through uh, uh, just people as, uh, as you are being chased after. You have just interrupted the plans of your new rival, Hattie Chapman, who has stood in the way of your pursuit of the Fountain of Youth, an archeological find of legend. You are a young, up-and-coming archeologist with everything to prove and nothing to lose. You grip a stone rubbing of one half of the map to the Fountain of Youth in your hand. After acquiring this, you destroyed the stone slab, making it impossible for Hattie to find it. She desperately needs that parchment in your grasp because she has the other half of the map. You dodge bullets that fly inches from your head, and we look to see who is firing upon you. The first of which, a man of feathers and formidable prowess with a firearm. David Sturgis, would you please reintroduce your character? Yes, I am Elian Lightsfeather, a bounty hunter for hire and a man who loves making friends with the people that he just is shot at. He is a Victorian crown pigeon standing in about four foot eleven in traditional garbs. You are uh, shooting after, <laughs> you are shooting after Growler uh, through the streets. Um, I respect his speed. <laughs> uh, and next to you, also going after William Joseph Growler here, another trained assassin beside Elian with a hunched back and a tongue of impressive skill and eyes that refuse mm. to point at the same thing. That's what thing. his wife says. <laughs> God damn it. He has eyes that refuse to point at the same thing. Nathan, would you please reintroduce your character? Hey, everybody. My name's Rodney Pepperbomb, but you can call me Toxin on the account of my poisons. I'm gonna shoot you so hard, you little cat kitty. Get over here. I'm tired of you running away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I'm scared of him the most. (laughs) Even your bullets have a lisp. (laughs) No, Toxin is making those sounds to himself. As he cocks and shoots his gun. What's really impressive is that it's louder than the actual gunfire. I'm a really loud guy. Good, Toxin. Put it away from me. Ah, I wasn't pointing at you, buddy. I'm pointing at that little feline over here. Elian and Tox, you are both chasing after Growler, doing your best to take him down as you both currently find yourselves employed by Hattie Chapman. Alongside the two of you, also firing into the throngs of people who stand between you and your mark is Len 
Johnny Jackknife Jacobs, an echidna humanoid with spines along his back and a long black coat with matching flat-brimmed fedora on his head. Lenny is a dangerous assassin and fiercely loyal to Hattie. He fires three quick rounds from a revolver while simultaneously hurling throwing knives at Growler that narrowly miss as he ducks under a street vendor's counter and out the other side of their tent. Oh, excuse me! Uh, <laughs> everyone except for Zach's character, hey. please roll initiative. I'm going to do it for fun. Actually, yeah, go ahead and give me your initiative now, okay. uh, Zach. Um, That's a good thing I did it then. 16. William Joseph Growler. Not 20. Nice. Elian. 17. And Rodney. 16. Mm-hmm. Roll off. Oh, you're going to roll yeah, off? I got a 16. I thought you had 17. No, I got 16. He got oh. 17. I don't know why. I rolled yeah. a 3. I rolled a 19. <laughs> I missed that too. Okay. Um, great. So you'll take initiative 15. Uh, Elian, roll off with Lenny. 13. Matt, 20. Crazy. Okay. Here is what is happening. Crowler, you are trying to get away from your ensuing uh, uh, assassins, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um you need to survive one round to arrive at the dock, which is kind of where you're getting forced over to uh, as you are running. At the top of initiative is William Joseph Growler. Uh, okay, cool question. How far away is the dock? So I'm just going to say it's more about surviving a round rather than a distance. Um, so if you are trying to make it easier for yourself to do that, you're going to want to look for cover or you're going to want to either, there's tons of people around, mm-hmm. like put people in in the way of fire in place of you. Um, it is less about distance and more just about like doing your best to protect yourself for this round. But if I like run away and they can't, catch up to me you can try and hide too it just depends on what you want to do with your action let me let me actually try and kind of explain what i'm going to do so i want to use feline agility and i'm going to double my movement speed Uh, that brings my running speed up to 80 feet crazy Um, okay i also am going to i'm going to spend one key point on step of the wind to turn my dash action as a bonus action uh, a dash action, does that double your movement speed? Yes. So you'd yeah. be 160. Uh, so I'm going to move 160 feet. Damn. Uh, just for my movement. Okay. And the, um, so I'm 160 feet away yeah. from them. Uh-huh. Um, and then I want to make a stealth check. Like I'm, I'm out of their sight. I want to hide somewhere. Okay. Gotcha. So cool. Go ahead and make a stealth check. And that'll set the DC of them all rolling to see if they can even see you. With advantage. Because uh, I'm 160 feet away. Not with I'm 160 feet not away. Not with advantage, but the 160 feet is going to benefit you in another way that I'll get to here in a moment. Okay. I got a scope. Great. That's excellent. I'm so glad I don't have advantage. That's an 11. An 11. Okay, 11 on the stealth check. Um, gotcha. That is your turn. Here's what we're going to do. Um, Growler has run 160 feet forward. You are having a hard time keeping up with this little cat that you're trying to capture. Because of this, um, even though you'll still have to roll to find Growler, it's only a DC 11 to find Growler, but we're going to give Growler three quarters cover, which I believe is a plus five to AC. Mm-hmm. Got it. So you are going to have an armor class of 18, I okay. believe, Growler. Okay, next up in initiative is Elian. So my favorite enemy is humanoids. Mm-hmm. 
Which means I have advantage on survival checks to find them. Okay, so roll so to find them. I, yeah, I want to do a survival check to find Growler. That's an 11. You Okay, you just barely yeah. catch a glimpse of this cat ducking through a crowd of people. Um, maybe Growler is like pushing someone holding a cart or something over as he's trying oh, to get oh, away. Oh, sorry, excuse me. <laughs> sorry. And so, My cabbages. Since he's like 180 feet away, uh, the, I have to use long range, which means I have to shoot with disadvantage at him. Okay, um, right. So I will say, as much as I'm not going to penalize him for your movement, I also then won't doubly penalize you. So I'll just say you can roll flat. Sure. Since movement was not—that's not fair. Movement was not supposed to be the focus of this, but I want to—I want to reward Beeman's. Um, uh, I want to reward Beeman's use mm-hmm. of yeah use of that mechanic, Beeman. but I also don't want to overpower him. Uh, mm-hmm. against no, you should overpower because- me, Tanner. <laughs> Because I have a feat that specifically makes it so that my long range distance doesn't impose disadvantage. I mean, in, just in this specific moment, this is just one. <gasps> is, yeah. this ju- is this all this arguing for one round yeah, of this combat? This is one round of combat. That's <laughs> weird. Oh my right. god. I just go, he's over there. And I fire. Uh, that's a 14. That does not hit. That doesn't hit. He has an AC that's 18. My boss. Nice. Wow, that's high. Uh, anything else with your turn, Elian? Uh, no, because I don't want to use a spell slot yet. Okay. Gotcha. It is Lenny's turn next. Okay, let's see. Oh, wait, I'm an idiot. I have two attacks per action. Go ahead and do your <laughs> second attack. Uh, that's a 25. That'll hit. Yep. <laughs> Sorry. That's 24 damage. I right go down. There. Okay. Growler <laughs> goes down. Ah! <laughs> Like, you said ah! like, I got just the tip of his tail. All I shoot ah! is his tail. Ah, like, tail! Ah! He's in like the family guy pose. <laughs> nice shot, dude. Oh, okay. I get paid for this. Here's what we're going to do. <laughs> right here in this moment, Growler is down. PvP. We are in a very bizarre combat that is happening in the past where we know that all of you survived this. Rather than going through initiative and allowing Growler's captors to catch up to him, which is not what takes place in this timeline, Growler, I'm going to ask that you go through all of your death saves right now until we have a result. Do my stand senses do them? Do them one at a time, please. Ugh. Fine. Can I cure wounds him to nope. keep him alive? That's an 11. That's a pass. That is a six. That's fail. And that is a two. Um, okay, so you still have two fails and one success, yeah, so you're still going. Oh, yeah. That's a 15. It wasn't it, it, okay, it wasn't so in the tray. This next but, one okay. decides it. That's fine. Thumb table. That's a five. Okay. Growler. That is three death saving failures for you. Please bring yourself back up to full health. Okay. It is Lenny, Jackknife, Jacob's turn. They're all looking at me with bewilderment in their eyes and wonderment of what I'm planning. He's got plot armor. Lenny is going to uh, uh, see if he can find Growler. That actually doesn't do it. Lenny cannot see you and take shots at you. Next up is Rodney. 
Oh, that's me. Mm-hmm. Sorry, you never refer to my character. Sorry, I always. Yeah, I know. It's because yeah. I'm looking at Rodney yeah. Tox and Pepper Sorry. on my screen. Yeah, Tox, was, go I ahead. Straight up. Like, it's, like, huh? it's throwing myself off. Yeah. Tox, go ahead. Perception checks, right? Yes. Okay, DC 11. DC 11. Uh, that is a a uh, 17. Okay, you see him. I see him. There's that little kitty. And I'm going to take a shot at him. 24 to hit. Oh, dang. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Shit. 20 damage. Okay. Okay. I'm still up, though. <laughs> got it. Um, is up. Cool. That is the I bottom. I got him. That is the bottom of initiative Not with as well as I did. Growler up at the what top. What about my turn? <laughs> you have kind of survived a round of combat. <laughs> no, I didn't. Uh, I said kind of. I said kind of. So listen, I didn't even get a turn. Growler, you I'm away. bob and weave through the streets of Bimini as you are being chased toward the dock. You are surrounded by these assassins and they're starting to gain the upper hand over you, but you continue to run. As you make your way toward the docks, you begin to run out of places to hide and you kind of just start looking at what's out on the water as a dead end is before you. You hear a sailor's tune being sung by a large man in a little motorboat as you begin uh, running towards him. Zach, would you please reintroduce your character? Oh, my name is Stan on the SS Stan. Here I am. I'm the man. <laughs> That's... <laughs> Wow, that was a sea shanty if I've ever heard one. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, also, I don't think you want to consider this the SS Stan. You're just on a little rowboat right now. The This is the first iteration of the SS Stan. <laughs> this is the boat. I'm sorry, is the SS Stan a mindset and not one singular boat? 100%. So this, <laughs> this boat... This boat was given to him by Stan's grandfather. Okay, gotcha. And so it means a lot to him. So this is the inaugural SS Stan. Okay, gotcha. Stan, you have recently just retired from the Navy, uh, which truly was not a decision of your own making, rather one that the Navy had to force you to take. You, I would have loved to stay. You are on vacation at the moment in Bimini, missing a life of adventure and spontaneity. Growler, what do you say to this hippo man in the boat as you approach while bullets are by? Sailor! Oh, sailor! Hello! That's me! Boarding! I jump right into the boat. <laughs> Hello, my name is William Joseph Growler. Can you get me out of here? Yes. Post haste! <gasps> That inspires Stan, and he kicks it into high gear. <laughs> we set out on the open sea. Tox and Elliot, you see Growler climb onto a boat with someone and take off onto the water. He's getting on your boat! Damn it! Yeah, keep shooting! Keep shooting! Uh, Lenny points at a larger boat loaded up with boxes and crates and shouts, well, don't just stand there. Get on. Uh, the boat's owners uh, run out after, uh, after you onto the docks as you take off uh, stealing this boat, but they are too late. Okay, the chase continues out onto the water, and I'm going to say that the larger boat is only about 15 feet away from Stan's boat as it has a little bit more heft to it to catch up. I have a question. Yeah. Does Lenny or anyone else on that boat have proficiency in vehicles, parentheses, water? Um, uh, Lenny does. Fuck. <laughs> Lenny knows how to drive a boat. Um, Fucking Marines. But was he in the Navy? No. 
Um, those of you who are on he didn't the, answer. Uh, uh, I answered for him. Sorry. Um, I'm the Navy expert. Lenny was, <laughs> Lenny was not in the Navy, no, but he knows how to drive a boat. Um, Sail a boat, you uh, idiot. He, he knows how to drive a boat. He's driving Wait, is a this boat. a sailboat? No, it's not a sailboat. You still sail a boat. You still drive a boat also. Yeah, you drive a boat. You can drive a boat. Guys, all right, we weren't in the Navy, okay? <laughs> fair <laughs> Stan back know. in 27 all I they did is Elian and Tox um, while you are on uh, this boat with Lenny you are kind of looking around at the crates that are on this boat it is loaded up with fucking contraband there's like bottles and bottles of liquor uh, ready to be smuggled into the states on I this boat. lock eyes with Tox like we're keeping this right I'm sorry you can't lock eyes with me it's not possible <laughs> you can lock eyes <laughs> my, my eyes are going everywhere you think you lock eyes with me. <laughs> oh man, that's fucking funny. Uh, I like oh. the idea of Elliot like trying to like get his head around. Like, my my eyes are up here. <laughs> well, you're hunched over. I'm four foot eleven. We might be at eye level. <laughs> okay. All right. So. Um, for those people driving the boat, I'm going to be kind and say that Lenny is busy driving the boat this round. Stan, I will say that you driving this little motorboat is not going to inhibit your action. Yeah, because I was in the fucking Navy. We are going to go through another round of combat where each of you now are trying to survive one another. Growler, that is you at the top. Sailor, what's your name? The name's Stanford Stan Stanfordson, but you can call me Stan. Stan, thank you for letting me aboard. I can't offer you much to help me, except the thrill of adventure. What do you say? You're in, boss. Great. Let's get out of here. Um... You drive the boat, and, um, I don't know how to help you. Uh, I, I, can I look around the boat for, like, a gun or anything I can pick up? I don't know, like, uh, I, mean, I have, like, darts, but is there, is there, like, a cannon on this tiny little dinghy? I'll say Stan can let you borrow a gun for your yeah, turn if I you'd would, like. Even I if I don't have, I don't have proficiency anymore, but, or anything uh, like oh, no, that. Oh, no, I do. I have a pistol. You can use my pistol. Can I do that even if I don't? Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll say you can. He can like hand you a gun for a turn. Yeah, uh, absolutely. I, I think I've used one of these before. How hard can it be? And uh, I kind of fumble with it and um, aim it at uh, at Lenny. Uh, okay, gotcha. Go ahead and roll the hit. Okay, is there a plus? Uh, it, is going to to be, it is going to be your dexterity, and I'll be kind and say you have proficiency. So it'll be your dex modifier plus your proficiency. Okay, uh, dex plus. Okay, so it's a plus six. Awesome. Just for so you have. Sweet. There. Okay. Uh, that's a nine. <laughs> that misses, unfortunately. <laughs> okay. Uh, bonus action. You have two attacks per action. No freaking way! Really? Yes. Yes. <gasps> that is so cool. <laughs> that's a nine. <laughs> God, that's funny. Oh, that um, uh, okay, let's, let's see if there's anything else I can do. Uh, um, let's see. Can you hide uh, behind me because I'm an imposing figure? Okay, I have a question. Mm -hmm. I have patient defense. I can spend a key point to take the dodge action as a bonus action. Yeah. Could I, I use that as like a reaction on one of their like ranged attacks? So it's or not something? a reaction. Dodge just means that they'll have disadvantage on attacks against. Oh, great. I'm spending a key point and I'm gonna take that. So uh, I. 
I take the dodge action. I perfect. I, like I, I fire twice, like completely by accident mm-hmm. with the gun, and then it kind of fumbles out of my hands, and I fall into the boat. Fantastic. <laughs> uh, great. Uh, you take the dodge action, uh, and you kind of drop down into safety, Ellie, and that is you. So does Stan's boat have like an exposed engine unit or like motor? Is that how this works? Yes, it would just yeah, be a normal. Yeah, it's just a robot. little, yeah. just a little, yeah, like on the back. Yeah, I've got a hand on it. I want to try and shoot out the engine of the SS <laughs> Okay. Um, I'm going to say AC 15, and to take this thing down, you're going to need to do at least 12 points of damage in one attack. In one attack, okay. That's a natural 20. It's the worst day of Stan's life. The SS Stan. Sorry, no. This is the this is the second worst day of his life after they told him he had to leave the navy. (laughs) That was like two days ago. (laughs) Stan's really, really bad week. That's twenty five damage. Okay, all right, Stan. You feel the motor on the back of your boat get blown to fucking smithereens. I grab the oars and start paddling. (laughs) I I look for more oars to help him. we become friends after what I've done to both of you. <laughs> I take out my freaking quarterstaff. I'm along the side of the boat like, let's go, let's go, let's go. Oh, man, it is Lenny's turn. I'm foregoing his turn for this round. Stan, that is you. Tox, get him. It's Tox's <laughs> turn before me. It, no, it, actually, oh, yeah. I skipped your turn in initiative last <sighs> round, so it, it right, is you, you before Tox. Um, I look back to see who would dare fire on the measly SS stand. Uh, I turn to Growler and go, what kind of trouble are you in? Um, I'll explain later. It's a long story. Works for me. And I pull out a rifle and shoot twice at Elliot. <laughs> I love just blindly shooting at strangers. Wow, he's really uh, loyal all of a sudden. Uh, that's a nat one oh. and a 22. 22 will hit. Right. Eight damage. It like hits me in the side. I just drop to the boat and I'm like, fuck. <laughs> Toxin, that's you. Uh, no, I'm oh. going to action surge. Oh, <laughs> Just look a little bit back up to give you a target. <laughs> 18 and a 24. Both of those will hit. 26 damage. I'm not down, but I uh, I do hit the boat again. I go, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Good shot, sailor. Tox, that's your turn. Hi. Um... Wow, Elian, that was a crazy shot. I don't know if we could, should be shooting at a civilian. I, I guess in our business, that's what's the tact over there. That's why I shot the boats. Oh, you don't look very good. There's a lot of blood. Guilt, I don't do your thing. Uh, yeah, okay. Hey, Lenny, can you get any closer? Yeah, I can get a little bit closer for sure. <laughs> and then he be... starts just like <laughs> moving up onto the boat. How, how close are we? Um, At this point, I mean... uh. Lenny had his turn, so I'm going to say you're, like, right on top of this boat. Like, Lenny's about to crash into this boat. Excuse me, Mr. Hippo. My business is with the feline. Well, he said it was a long story. It really is a long story. All right. Everybody get comfortable. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> so Stan, ta- Stan takes out a little drink with like an I can, umbrella. I can feel you it all, it all goes back to my days at Cambridge. <laughs> okay, I wasn't there for that. I toss a beer to everyone. Everyone takes a minute and listens to Growler's life story. Talks it is then your turn. And that's how I met these guys <laughs> that are <laughs> trying trying to kill me. That was a long story. I yeah. know. Ah, man. Uh, anyway, uh, 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 talks, right? Hands uh, up! Oh, yes! Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> uh, uh, and I take a shot. Okay, great. With disadvantage. With disadvantage. Okay. Um, that is a 16. That doesn't... Wait, d- no, uh, you don't have the AC-18 anymore. Oh, yeah. Can I have a back? No. Oh. <laughs> roll, your di- roll your damage. Yeah. You could deflect missile. 3D10. <gasps> I'm going to tell you, like, it's, I'm probably going down. You can deflect <laughs> missile. Oh, no way. <gasps> can I really? Yeah. It'll reduce the damage. We're, well, how much, how, what was yeah. your damage? Uh, the damage was, I can't do math, 27. Well, my max reduction is 18. Yeah, so, so yeah. Uh, you are going down. Okay, I go down. Growler. Again. Sailor! <laughs> nice shot, me. Ow! <laughs> Oh, <laughs> excuse me, Mr. Hippo. Again, I know it's a long story. I but know I heard it. I need this guy right here, okay? Hold on. And I pull out a little first aid kit. Um, um, and I walk onto their boat. Hang on a second. <laughs> I need you to, one at a time, make death saving throws until we have a result. Can I try can I, and... Nope. Can I, I can't do a medicine check? Nope. 17. Pass. 10. Pass. 13. Pass. Okay, bring yourself back up to full health. Great. What the heck? I just shot this guy and he stood right up. Ellie, did you see that shit? We can't die! (laughs) (laughs) No, you are injuring each other in world and in story and everything. Um, Injuring each other emotionally. uh, But there is more going on mechanically that shall be explained later. At the top of initiative... Um, before we kind of jump back into initiative talks, you are walking onto the little rowboat. Yeah. Okay. Just like up to Stan, I guess, since he's like at the back of it. And I'm assuming that's where we like pulled up. Mm-hmm. Hey, again, it's a civilian. This is no, like, are, are you, what are you doing here? Why are you helping this guy? I love the water and I love <laughs> adventure. Oh. And he asked if I could take him somewhere on a boat. And as a Navy man, I could never refuse. Are you just a, a, a Navy man, you say? Elian, uh, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing during this I, moment? I'm probably standing on the other boat, just like with my gun ready for whatever happens. I do not see you. I'm fully invested in conversation with Tox. That's, yeah. <laughs> Tox, toss me the, toss me the stone rubbing. Yeah, what? The stone, the stone rubbing, the thing that we're after. I toss it into the ocean. Oh my uh, god! Can I try and react and <laughs> touch with my tongue? I was yes, gonna say 100%. I was gonna die for it. I'm gonna say uh, DC uh, twelve. Uh, uh, slide a hand. Can I also try and grab it? Um, I, I, I guess I yeah, I guess I kind of toss it up uh, into DC there. DC twelve. Yeah, I automatically succeed. Even okay. on a nat one. Okay. Um, well, see if you roll a nat one. And Stan, I'm going to say no because he has, his tongue is going to make it. I got a 22. Uh, okay. Got it. I'll jump in the water if I have to. I'm a uh, hippo. He snags it. Tox has it. I got Here you go, Lenny. And I toss it back to Lenny. Uh, you 
toss it over to Lenny and he just says, thank you very much, partner. Uh, Lenny hard right turns the boat and knocks Elian off into the water. What the fuck? I shoot after Lenny. Um, Elian, you get knocked into the water and uh, Lenny just starts kind of circling around you guys and just says, look, Hattie said uh, it's a little bit too much uh, cuts in this pie. So you know what I got to do. I jump in the water to save Elian. Uh, you jump in the water to save Elian. We are at the top of initiative with Growler. Um. Okay, you said he he peeled out, but is he still kind of on so top? Like, here's the thing: Elian is in the water. Stan is in the water. I will let you start your turn in the okay. water, Stan. You are on the boat with Tox. I'm going to say that Lenny is now probably about 25 feet away. Unfortunately, your motorboat does not move anymore. Okay. Ooh, I really hate swimming. <laughs> Technically, I can get there though. I can I can double my jump speed. Um, and I want to try and jump onto his boat from the SS stand. Okay, so here's what I will say. Let him jump off my head. Um. Okay. Even can I better. kick flip off of? Um, yeah, spend a key point and yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, spend a key point. Great. You guys watch Growler. <laughs> Tell you, I, I'm gonna I let jump you off the floor. Give you something else to push off of. <laughs> um, yeah, I kind of, I, I try to kind of push, um, like through uh, Tox. I passed him like, ah, uh, okay. Uh, and I, I jump off desperately trying to not fall into the water. Um, and I hit just the side of the boat uh, with one hand with my claws and kind of scrape down the side of it and crawl into the boat. Um, Lenny, listen, whatever she's paying you, I can't pay you. <laughs> <laughs> but give me the stone. <laughs> um, no. Also, a stone rubbing is just a paper. Is it's like a cloth that you. Oh, I was picturing like stone. a like a tablet you or had something. That, and then you destroyed it after you. Did oh, the that's stone right. Rubbing. That's right. Okay. Um. Um. Uh, uh. Lenny just says no, and then he pulls out a gun and points <laughs> it at you. It's still your turn. Okay. Yeah. No. No. For sure. Um. I'm going to fire a dart. Okay, gotcha. Uh, and that is an 11. That misses. Okay, I'm going to fire another one. Okay. And that is a uh, 13. That misses. I can't roll. I'm going to do step of the wind again. Okay, where are you going to? Uh, you said there's a bunch of crates and stuff like that. Yeah, with full alcohol. And stuff. Yeah, I'm going to try and dive behind the crates. Okay, got it. Okay, so you're going to try and take I'm going to give you uh, uh, Yeah, okay. So you have cool. a plus two to your AC. Great. <clears throat> got it. Elian, that's you. You are in the water. Stan is moving towards so, you. So I'm a four foot tall pigeon. Uh, Stan is, from what I remember, an eight foot tall, 600 pound hippo. 700. Well, I would say 10 years ago, you were 600 pounds. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So wow, one year. the way I read this is Stan's got a big ass head and uh, I'm a small bird. Can I perch on top of his head and shoot out the engine? Um, so I don't think you'd be able to take out Lenny's boat in the same way you were able to take out Stan's boat. Lenny's the boat that Lenny hijacked is much nicer. And, uh, the engine is kind of within the boat itself. You would have an easier time hitting Lenny than you would, um, the actual boat. Then I guess I'm shooting for Lenny. Okay. 
Uh, Lenny right. has a slight amount of cover while you are firing from a distance off of the boat. Cool. Um. Yes. Uh, one of those is a twenty-seven. That hits. That will be. What's the other one? Uh, <laughs> very low, like an eleven. Okay. Uh, that'll be. That'll just be eleven damage. Okay. Uh, you fire at, at Lenny and he kind of dodges out of the way as he's about to fire at Growler kind of simultaneously in the moment where Growler's ducking behind a, a bunch of crates. Anything else you're doing with your turn? That's it, really. Okay, Stan, you have you have uh, Elian perched up on your face firing at Lenny. The top uh, of his head. Whose Above turn his Lenny is going to um, look at an open box of alcohol next to him and quickly light himself a Molotov cocktail and hurl it at uh, Elian and Stan. So or I'm going to need water. both of you to I'm going to need both of you to make a uh, dexterity saving throw, please. It would still burn. 16. Would burn. What's the bottle going to break? 26. Against? Okay, you both pass. Um, so you'll both take half damage. You take half of 15 uh, as you guys duck under the water as uh, the surface of this uh, bottle, as it smashes, just kind of covers uh, flames to kind of damage the water where you're at. Um, the next thing Lenny is going to do is take one attack against Growler. Oh, I'd crit. Ooh. Um, obviously, I use the deflect missiles uh, reaction. Okay. It is 22 piercing damage. Um, that is 12 piercing damage. Okay. And for Lenny's second attack... He's going to fire a shot at Tox. That is wow. 24 to hit you. <laughs> yeah. Damn, he's firing at me. Uh, 10 piercing damage to you, Tox. Okay. Stan, that's you. All right. Uh, I throw Elian into the boat and get in myself. Uh, foregoing okay. my movement. Um, using my Navy training on how I get back into a boat after being capsized. Good point. Thank you. Um, so there is a role to get onto the boat, but that is a good point. Stan, I will forego your need to make that role. Great. What I won't forego is you throwing Elian onto the boat. That's right. I will, I will let you try um, in the water. I'm going to say a so DC... So I kind of like go under and just like launch. I'm going to say a DC 18 athletics check. It's still so hard to do. Nine. Uh, okay, uh, you cannot move Elian in this point. Back but, if, water. but if you would like to try and climb, if you would like to get to the boat, I will let you. Yeah, back. get in the boat. Okay, you climb onto the boat. Great. I'll be there soon. Um, I don't like that guy. I'm going to shoot him. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, incredible. 28 and 25. Yeah, both of them. 29 damage. Damn. Damn. Uh, so I just, so what I do is I take a finger, kind of stick it in my mouth and like hold it up to the wind to see how much the wind is going to affect my shot. Boat to boat. Um, playing a game of battleship, I just shoot two shots directly in the air. Um, 
And they're just going to land down oh on his head. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. uh, gunfire rains down from the sky as Lenny does his best to try and avoid it. Um, the rest of you watch this civilian <laughs> start, like, really showing proficiency with a firearm. And uh, then um, can I have him make a strength saving throw as I make one of those a winging shot? Absolutely. 17. Ah, that passes. Uh, anything um, else in your turn? Yeah, I'll make the second one a winging shot as well and use my other... Grip point. That's a natural one. <gasps> He's prone. Okay, got it. Uh, uh, yeah, I use a winging shot, which is a grip point. Um, the creature takes the damage and then it makes the strength saving throw be knocked prone. So um, I hit him on the head and he falls down. Okay, got it. Uh, uh, you, uh, as Lenny is trying to dodge all this gunfire, he falls down onto the ground. Tox, that's you. Uh, is Growler considered my ally now? <laughs> I think that's up to you guys. Hey, you! You, you cat! Yes! <laughs> I don't really like this guy anymore. How about you? Uh, look, it's a long story. It really but is. if you help me get the map, I can explain. Listen, that long story was so good the first time. I would love to hear it again. <laughs> I love stories. I can pause for a second and let us all tell a story real quick. All right, everybody get comfortable. All right. I hand out more drinks. I'm already sitting. <laughs> um, anyway, in the water. that's anyway. That's the thing with Hattie. The, she, she's just not good at this. She'll never actually find... If she had a full put-together map and an arrow pointing in the direction and someone holding her hand, she still couldn't find All the right, thing. I won't stand for Hattie slatter, slander. <laughs> fuck, I don't know how to talk. You're not standing at all. Anyway, all I'm trying I'm to say stand. is you'll never get anywhere with Hattie if you stick with me. We are sure to find it. We are very sure to find it, I think. All right, you're my buddy. Yes, I am your buddy. You guys turned <laughs> so quickly. Do you have no loyalty, or do you just care about the biggest? You shut the hell up. You have no loyalty yourself. <laughs> yes. La, 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 la. I will hang you by your intestines. <laughs> Talks, that's you. So do I have sneak attack now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stan was also on the boat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I thought, okay. Well, I, no, I wasn't his ally at the time. I guess not. Yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to... I'm gonna, hey, worth it. Worth rough it for that adversaries. Whole <laughs> yeah, uh, that's a 24 to hit. That hits, yeah. Cool. Fuck yeah. <laughs> 36. Oh, my piercing God. Piercing damage. Uh, Lenny is not looking great. That's how we shoot back in... Wherever I'm from. <laughs> no tox lore for you. <laughs> no tox lore. No tox lore for Lenny you doesn't turn. deserve tox lore. Uh, that's, Holy uh, shit. Guess that's my turn, yeah. Okay, great. Um, that is the bottom of initiative. Now that we are full on in a kind of big combat where for the first time you guys are all banded together, would someone please roll me a roll on the mishap meter. It is a DC 10. Roll a 10 or higher. I am our fearless leader, so I will be the first to roll. He's our leader. All right, we'll roll again, I guess. <laughs> All right, where's my special die? There we go. No. You don't want that. No. That is a two. Okay. Yes. Um, as 
Elian fires his gun. The bullet uh, ricochets off of a, a perfectly like uh, a, like rounded edge of a glass bottle. Just knocks around the entire boat until eventually, in whatever cartoony manner, all of the alcohol on the boat explodes. I'm going to need <laughs> everyone, everyone on the boat. And uh, honestly, uh, Elian, roll me a luck check. Uh, Tox, roll me a luck check with advantage. Um, but everyone who is on the boat, please give me a dexterity. I'm in the water. And I'm in my boat. You're still near a boat that's blowing up. My boat's there. not blown up. You are on the boat with Lenny. That's no. the boat that you climbed onto. Oh, did you I climb onto, onto your that's boat? That's what I was saying, is that oh. I just wanted to put Elian in my boat oh. and put me yeah. in my I boat. Thought I thought you were on Lenny's boat. boat. I thought you were on Lenny's boat. No, 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 no. Okay, so bo- both Tox and uh, Stan, give me a luck check with advantage. Elian, I still want you to give yes. me a luck check. Growler, give me a, a dexterity saving throw, please. Double fives, baby. Okay. I got a 17. Okay. 12. Okay. Um, eighteen. Um, okay. Uh, you pass your saving throw. Give me two seconds. Um, sorry. What was yours, Elian? Twelve. Okay. Uh, you pass. Uh, I'm gonna say. Uh, in you duck under the water to avoid this. Um, you two kind of have an awkward situation where uh, Stan is affected by this, but Toxin is not. I'm like standing in front of him, shielding the blast. So Stan, give me a dexterity saving throw, please. 14. Okay. You pass. Um, You and Growler are going to take half of 12 fire damage. Nice. We'll take six fire damage. Toasty. So so will Lenny. Uh, Lenny now is like trying to pull himself up onto uh, just a hunk of wood as the boat kind of dissipates. Uh, Growler, you are full on in the water, also probably holding on to some driftwood or something as fire is like blazing around on the bits of this boat that are kind of uh, uh, wandering out into the sea. Okay. Uh, it do, is your turn. Do I see the map? Um, yes. I'm going to say it's... Uh, I'm going to say it's like perched perfectly on a uh, piece of wood from the boat. Um, just like a couple hops and skips away from you. Okay. Uh, if that's the case, I'm going to, I'm going to get to it. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say just because you're a monk that you have an easy time and a cat, honestly, you have an easy time hopping over. I hate the water with your movement. I say you get to the <laughs> stone rubbing. Okay. Uh, I, I, I grab it. Uh, how does it look? Like, did it get wet? Did it like, did the rubbing rub uh, off? Like, check. I'm having bad rolls tonight. That's a six. Um, it is hard to read, but you're also in a tough situation um, where you are hoping it is salvageable. But in this moment right now, you are worried about staying alive. Okay. Um, so sorry if I missed it. Uh, I, I'm, I'm on a piece of driftwood. There's fire everywhere. The big boat got destroyed. Yeah, the big boat. That's the piece of driftwood that you're standing. Okay. On. Where, where is the SS stand? Um, I'm going to say, uh, at this point, probably with a little bit of drift and everything, probably 40 feet from you on the water. Okay. How much of my movement did I use to get to the stone? I'll rubbing? say 20 feet. Okay. Um, you also have Lenny, um, probably also like 10 feet from you, like 15 feet from you. All right, uh, then I'm going to spend my last key point to take the dash action uh, as my bonus action, and I'm going to go the whole 40 feet. Okay. Uh, up to SS stand. I'm Here, kitty, kitty! <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm going to be honest. I don't love that one. All right. We'll stick with boss. Uh, as you are running back over to meet with Stan, I'm going to say the driftwood gets like less and less as you're moving towards yeah. Stan's boat. And there's a brief moment with your step where you just gently walk impossibly upon the surface of the water uh, as you are jumping over. Uh, He's to Jesus. Stan <laughs> on this boat. Hey, Jesus Christ. <laughs> This is that thing I was praying to as a child. Um, I didn't know he was a cat. You guys are just boosting my ego, my already massive ego. So Lenny, Lenny's God, like floating I, I, on driftwood. I, okay. I need to know what animal Jesus would be in this world. I refuse to answer that. Um, I put one foot up on like the edge, like totally like Captain Morgan style, like uh -huh. one leg up, and I hold the stone rubbing high in the air. What's the matter, Lenny? Cat got your tongue? <laughs> Roll intimidation with advantage. Roll with advantage. I, I know. Okay, good. That's a dirty 20. Okay. Wow. Um... Lenny doesn't react, but you can. You feel pretty good about it. <laughs> <laughs> Even I, if I rolled a nat one, I still would have felt great. <laughs> Stan, Stan starts clapping. Like, yeah, that was that was really clever. Is of that me. everything with your turn? Um, I do still have an action. Okay. Um, I pull out my quarterstaff and shoot another blowguard at ahead. him. Um. Does uh, him is he like prone or how does that I'm work with say, mechanics? I'm gonna say uh, you can just roll flat. Like normal. okay, sixteen. That misses unfortunately. Uh, okay, and the next one misses too. Okay, gotcha. Um, uh, Elian, that's you. Uh, how far am I away from Stan's boat? You're in the same spot, so I think you're only like ten feet, fifteen feet. Ten feet. Okay, so before I get into Stan's boat, other boat blows up. A piece of driftwood lands in front of me. I slowly, you see a little crown pigeon head on a lake bed, somehow still on fire, poke up out of the water, crawls up on the driftwood and goes, no one betrays the light feather. And I just shoot at Lenny again, standing on top of driftwood. Um, actually, fuck it. We've all gone for broke. Uh, I'm going to use heart strike. Okay. And I just zero in on this guy. Got it. With every part of me. Uh, this is a bonus action spell. Te technically a spell, just zeroing in this case, where I have advantage on all ranged weapon attacks until the start of my next turn. Mm -hmm, and yeah. I ignore penalties for cover. Perfect. 14 and 26, one hit. So that'll be... That will be 16 damage. How do you want to take this guy out? So he's just like coming up on Driftwood too, and I'm like, leave room for Jack, and I shoot him off of the plank. <laughs> you make your way over to this little rowboat with this weird collection of people, and for the first time, you're all together uh, in a non-antagonistic way towards one another. Hi, my name is Stanford Stan Stanfordson. Nice to meet ya. I'm sorry about the boat. Thanks. My grandpa gave it to me. Yo, I don't have a grandpa! <laughs> I don't think I have a grandfather either. <laughs> my name's Toxin. You can call me Toxin. My name's Rodney. You can call me Toxin. You can call me Stan. That's very cool. I'm Elian. Yes, it's right here. We have to go here next. Yes. Uh, okay. I have this. Now, um... Oh! Hey, listen, Growler. Um, I don't really want to kill you anymore. That's can I, that's good. Can I offer you uh, 
a bit of a good sentiment for what I did earlier. And I hold out a morphine shot, uh, and <laughs> I cast Cure Wounds on Growler. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh, HP. We're getting real close, real fast. <laughs> okay, <Lord>. as Crowley's <laughs> shooting down morphine, um, you guys know in this moment that you have. I'm gonna say uh, uh, the stone rubbing isn't looking great, but it, you think that if you can get Hattie's half of the map, that you still might be able to put it together and see how it appears. But you're gonna go after. You have to go after Hattie and um, get her half of the map now. Okay, my friends. Everybody get comfortable. I'm going to tell you a story. <laughs> ah, yes. Part three. I grab more drinks, pass them out. <laughs> um, I tell everybody part three of the story. And that's why we need the second half of the map. Oh, God, that makes so Dude, the way it connects to the first part is really something. <laughs> you know, you really saw yourself as a character developed from back when where you were in Cambridge. Uh, uh, you know, it's, it's crazy, man. I really like your story. I like the part with the map. So what do you say? Are you all in for an adventure? I yes, sir, and I salute. Tongue in, and I stick out. <laughs> I stick out my tongue for like I, a. I stick out my bird tongue. I put uh, my paw. Stan absolutely like leans heavily over and just sticks his tongue out a little bit. Okay. Can, can hippos Hippo stick out their tongue? Okay, can right. hip, They can stick out their tongue. Three yeah. of the four of you kiss, and the other one of you is the leader. <laughs> hey, I put my paw, in so it looks like they're kissing my hand. <laughs> oh um, man. Okay. Now. I want you all to join me in a sacred adventurer's oath. A sacred? Oh, okay. Wow. Repeat after me. Okay. Repeat after me. Never give up. Never, Never give, give up. up. Adventure forever. Adventure forever. Huzzah! Post haste. Huzzah! Post haste. Huzzah! Post haste. Okay. Huzzah. I don't like. I, I, I don't feel right doing that last <laughs> With I'll stick with it first. Lenny's defeat, our newly formed party stands on a boat that does not move in the midst of a wreckage of another boat burning off the coast of Bimini. <laughs> and a corpse. And a corpse in the water. Joining together your greatest strengths, you head off to face... Hattie Chapman and go after the Fountain of Youth. Though, the fountain would never be found. With the map lost in an epic sea battle between our party and Hattie's forces, our heroes continued on together, going on many great adventures and discovering secrets all across the globe for 10 more years where we catch back up with them in the present moment. In a place beyond the imaginations of our 1930s group of archaeologists. Somewhere between the universes, threading the needle through various happenings, a Subaru floats through the void 
in the driver's seat, a middle-aged white guy with a big mustache wearing a t-shirt that says vacation baby. And in the passenger seat, a familiar chameleon man talks for the second time this session. Would you please describe your, would you please reintroduce yourself and describe your appearance in this moment after having spent some time with Larry and his universe hopping Subaru? Yeah, so uh, Tox is in the passenger seat and he's not wearing his normal fedora and suspenders and typical garb. He has had to adopt some clothing from Larry, so he's wearing some vacation clothing. He's wearing a red and white floral Hawaiian shirt, some uh, shorter uh, cargo shorts and a straw hat. And there's a little bit of sunscreen on the front of his nose. (laughs) and he looks over at Larry and he goes, Well, so this is crazy, man. Like, this, it never gets old. Just look at this stuff. I mean, this is crazy. Oh, yeah, but it's uh, it's kind of, it's it's a lot to look at. Uh, you know, you didn't need to put on sunscreen. We, we, I gotta protect myself. There's no sun. Do you see a sun? I, I guess I don't. We're kind of in between the universes, and I, di- I said we didn't have time to stop at the beach, so. Listen, buddy. You gotta, you gotta apply, apply, apply. Okay. <laughs> Toxin. <laughs> you have, you've spent only about like an hour and a half with Larry all together. <laughs> like straight, straight up. Straight up. It's maybe only been like an hour and a half. It feels like I, you're like one of my best friends, Larry. <laughs> it's maybe been an hour and a half since you swallowed the orichalcum and fired the greatest shot of your life at the Dracos Mind Flare. In that time, Larry has picked you up, made a detour to go rescue his son, Bill, from a universe being invaded by other... Wait, is Bill in the backseat? No, Bill has been dropped off. Um, uh, You went with Larry to drop Bill off with a group of space travelers called the Githzerai. And now Larry is returning you to your universe, as you understand it. Hmm. You've done a lot of talking with Larry, kind of telling him about your life and your late wife, Sylvia. It's a Um, long story. Unbeknownst to you. I'd love to hear it. (laughs) That's an hour ago. Let me tell you a long story. (laughs) Unbeknownst to you, since everything around you is so bizarre and unfamiliar, uh, you begin to approach your universe. Larry looks at you and says, okay there, bud. So we're almost back home for you. Uh, and I, to- I told you that this person that you're looking for, your your wife, I- I'd see what I could do to help you find her. Um, if you don't mind, I need a little bit of something from you called DNA. Okay? So uh, What the heck is that? I could get it from your spit or something. So if My you- spit? Yeah. I have just- a lot of that. I know. I can hear it. So if you just want to put some in the CD player there. <laughs> Oh, oh, oh no. There you go, buddy. <laughs> Thank you. What the uh, heck is a CD, by the way? I don't want to explain. There's a lot of stuff I could explain. Clearly, is it a long story? It's a long story. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have much longer in the car. Um, unexplainable lights and screens in Larry's Subaru light up as you place your DNA into the contraption. Uh, Larry starts kind of tuning some knobs and looking things over. Okay, so a lot of this probably won't make sense to you, but I'm going to do my best to explain. Thank you. The universe that you're from has endless different timelines called happenings, okay? Sure. Okay, you're from one of those happenings where your wife unfortunately got sick with polio and died. 
a very sad story. I know, it's a sad story. I'm so sorry. But looking at these readouts of your DNA across all the different happenings, it looks like I could actually drop you off in the original happening of your universe where your wife never got sick, but the tox in that universe died while adventuring. So was, wait, am I replacing that uh, tox? Yeah, so... Hmm. I'm not supposed to be doing this, okay? I'm, I'm uh, clearly... What? Who gave you the authority of this? I, I mean, no one gave me the authority. I could just do it in this in this Subaru. That's crazy, It's man. a 2019. That's in... <laughs> wait, year? Yeah. Oh, my God. That's really far away. Uh, <laughs> it's not. It was a couple years ago. Um, At least for where I'm from. But anyways, uh, look, I'm... I just... I feel like you're down on your luck. You somehow ended up in the endless untethered multiverse so i feel like you just needed a little help and a little pick me up so i'm not supposed to be doing this i don't need stopwatch getting on my ass and getting wind of this okay so i i don't need to end up on the wanted list for the happenings i i i just i don't need any trouble so i'm gonna warn you this may look like you're happening but it is not the same You'll have to explain how you're back from the dead and reassimilate into a world you're unfamiliar with, okay? Okay. From what I'm seeing, the Is this like me being born again? No, you're just gonna I'm just gonna drop you off, okay? So uh, from what I'm seeing, the polio vaccine comes out in uh most other happenings that are ahead of yours in nineteen fifty-five. But I don't want to drop you off a nose because you'll feel like, uh, you'll feel like a fish out of water. Okay, that's true. Uh, so I I think you filling in your dead self spot in the original happening is our best bet. If that sounds all right to, with you, this sounds like it could be a butterfly effect. Have you heard one of those? I uh, heard about one of those. Yeah, it's um it's a little. I mean, sometimes stuff like that. I mean, that's kind of how different happenings. It's a long story. Okay, that's what I've heard. Yeah, it's 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 a lot to it's a lot to um. It's a lot to talk about. Um, in this moment, uh, a few brief moments before you are dropped off at your happening or universe, is there anything that you are doing or asking Larry in this Subaru here um, before you get dropped off? Whether that be actions that you're taking or questions you're asking him, whatever you want to do. Is there anything that... <laughs> I mean, can you, you want to give me something? <laughs> G- give you something? I mean, I gave you the clothes off my back. I I don't know. I, I had clothes in the suitcase, but you oh. really wanted the ones that I had on. <laughs> Listen, they used to look really good on you, so they had to well, look good on me. Okay, yeah, I, they do. They do. You're right. I just, I like some of these things with the screens. That's mm-hmm. pretty cool. Can I take one of those with me? No. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> you cannot have any of my technology again. I don't want stopwatch on my ass, and the be- okay, first way to get stopwatch on my ass is by giving you tech that you shouldn't have. You've now said that three times. I've heard of a stopwatch like a thing. What is... Who is stopwatch? Uh, he He's an asshole. He just kind of like... Make sure that the multiverses are like staying in order. Oh, but that it's in order. Yeah, he's he's a he's a jerk. He's not even Gosh, what the heck. He's not even a guy. He's like three clocks stacked up on top of each other. That's super weird. Yeah, I it, thought you were weird. Why well, that no, sounds weirder? No, and what's funny is you are weird to me, but it's a long story. What? Yeah, it's a long story. No, yeah, okay. Uh, so, anyways, um, are you ready to go? 
I'm gonna miss you, Larry. I'm gonna miss you too. I feel like we're best friends. Well, I would say if you need anything, feel free to reach out, but you're gonna have no way to contact me after this, okay? So you're gonna be okay? No way. I mean, come on, give me one of the screens. I can't give you one of the screens. It would make my car not work. Uh, I do not want to get put on the wanted list. I already doing I'm already doing a lot for you, bud. Okay, well fine. Um, okay, well let me just make sure uh oh, oh, one other thing. Um the only reason reason uh, that I'm fine with dropping you off in a new happening, by the way, just so you're aware, um, it's because your DNA readout says that you fused with the auric outcome that you swallowed. Um, technically, you're a magical being now. So I, I think it had something to do with that perfect shot that you were telling me about. Oh my God, that shot was amazing. Yeah, and so I think the combo of swallowing pure magic along with an intense moment of focus was kind of the recipe for combining sure. your body Absolutely. that was previously incapable of magic with that power. Okay. So multiverse jumping is extremely dangerous for non-magical people. It messes up their bodily function and it slowly kills them. You're very lucky. I just wanted... I felt like that was important info for you to know. Just... Oh, just so, you know... So can I do card tricks now? I'm sure if you practiced real hard, Bob, you'd be real good at card tricks. Ah, yes! I've always wanted to do card tricks. I can show you a new Sylvia this. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. You can practice new card tricks for Sylvia, and I wish wish you both the best. Um, uh, All right, bud. Here's your stop. Hey, bye, Larry. Um, Larry stops the Subaru, and uh, you look out your window, and you look down below you. You stare into a giant ethereal yellow beam of energy uh, with other layers of different colored energies all around it. That yellow beam right there is the original happening where you're headed, okay? You head straight for that yellow beam, got it? If you get lost, I have no way of helping you, and you need some real powerful magic to get you back on track, okay? Listen, bud, I can see it all, and I turn back to him, and my eyes are, like, (laughs) all over the place. Oh, God. Okay, it was really nice meeting you, Tox. Happy trails. Happy trails. And I dive You dive out of the Subaru. You are suspended in space, hurtling toward the yellow beam of energy. (laughs) As you approach, you are filled with a sickening excitement going beyond everything you've ever known and disrupting the laws of nature to see your late wife once more. The yellow timeline reflects in your chameleon eyes at various different times because they don't line up. And... (laughs) You shut them for a brief moment in a state of bliss as you accept the exciting new path that your life has taken. And then, boom, you are smacked uh, and knocked out of your pathway by something large and moving very quickly. Uh, You panic trying to redirect yourself, uh, but you feel limbs grabbing onto you. Uh, And as you look, you recognize the three creatures who have been falling endlessly through space with no purposeful direction in their movement. Growler, Stan, and Elian, you all were gripping onto each other after having swallowed the aura calcum following talks. You've been careening through the unknown ether of open space for an hour and a half of the most terrifying experience of your fucking life. Guys, look, it's Tox! 
Axe. Oh my god, what you? Hey guys! We uh, found you. We missed you. In your path, it seems you've been lucky enough or unlucky enough, maybe for Tox to smack directly into him. And you all begin shooting through space and approaching a dark orange beam of energy. The light of this happening grows closer and closer until eventually you are engulfed by it. You rocket through the sky as you enter the atmosphere, falling from an impossible height as the earth below you grows closer and closer and closer. We Orange energy, it is terrifying, not we. Uh, it's, not <laughs> orange energy radiates off of you and you- I'm a pumpkin. You realize, not yay, not we, not a pumpkin. <laughs> you realize that you are falling over a large mass of water. Eventually, your fall seems to be taking you directly over a boat, and you all crash through the boat like a meteor. Now I'm home. Assuming this fall would kill you, your hearts leap as you crash into the deck of the ship, bursting a hole through it for sure, but you've definitely all had worse falls on your adventures. The dust settles, and the smoke clears. You pull yourselves up onto the deck of the boat. Water from the hole you just burst through the vessel begins sinking the boat rapidly. And as you all look down into the hole, you see a body crumpled and broken from the impact of a meteor of people falling right on top of him. A meat ear. You see an echidna man's cold, dead eyes looking up at you as his body sinks into the rising water level. Bye, Lenny. What do you guys do? You do if you say that you recognize Lenny, Lenny Jackknife Jacobs. Guys, what the heck? I was, I was, I was gonna see my wife again, and you crashed into me. What are you talking about? I was in the yellow beam, and then I went to the orange one. We saved you. I'm colorblind. God, God, (laughs) fuck, shit. Okay, um, um, there's something here. Okay, what? We need to figure out how to. Uh, 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 Stan, can can you help the boat? Yeah, can I make some sort of boat like check to know where the lifeboats would be so we could get on one? Um, yeah, so the boat is docked. Uh, I'm gonna say. Oh, the boat starts sinking, but it is docked. Oh, but I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, go ahead and give me, though, a perception check as you're looking around. Um, Stan, just because you said it out loud, I'm gonna say it kind of piques your interest that you just landed on Lenny Jackknife Jacobs, who you guys all killed. Yeah, Elliot killed him once. Ten years ago when the, you when you first cool. met. Can I have advantage because it's both yes, related? Yes, I was going to say with advantage, yes. yeah. Uh, 18. You start looking around confused. Um, I think the rest of your party, especially Tox and Growler, are kind of arguing and trying to, you know, get a hold of this bizarre situation. What kind of boat is this? You kind of go to the controls of the boat, um, and you see uh, a photograph kind of stuck to the controls of it. What you see, you may not wish to tell the others. Okay. You see a photo that is labeled the crew. You see yourself, Elian, Tox, Growler, Lenny, and um, you also see uh, Nestor as well as a part of this group. The homie. Growler is in this photo. 
so is Hattie Chapman. Growler and Hattie are full on making out in this photo. <laughs> Stan puts it in his pocket. That's where we're going to end our session. Oh. Welcome back to Archeo, everybody. <laughs> wow, I've heard of cats and dogs, but this is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, everybody, so much for listening. We really appreciate it. If you're enjoying this show, please leave us a five-star review on your favorite listening platform. Share us with your friends. Join the Discord to join in on the conversation with friends and fans of the show. And join our Patreon so you can get bonus content, including our bi-weekly talkback series called The Bathroom Break, along with other bonus campaigns and things of that nature. Does anybody want to shout anything out or talk about anything on our way out of here? Shout out to Sunscreen. Apply, apply, <laughs> apply. <laughs> apply, apply, apply. Find yourself apply a good moisturizer with uh, with sunscreen, guys. How does it feel to be back, y'all? So I, good. I was going to say, good. rather than shout outs, I'll give uh, just medical warnings of don't use morphine. <laughs> you, Unless you need it. <laughs> what do you mean? You're prescribed. Listen, we call the unprescribed morphine. We call the opposite of a shout out a shout at. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, that's fantastic. Just just make just run into emergency rooms and knock all the morphine out of the way. I'm like, no! It's dangerous! <laughs> David oh, Sturgis man. of the Foes and Fables podcast told me it was! No, we, we are not Go responsible ahead. for no, whatever. No. No. I don't condone anything Legally, I say on Zach this show. Says that's a bad idea. Everything I say on this show, don't listen to me. Alright, goodbye. Here's Ex- the music. Listen to our podcast. Simultaneously with our party reconvening in a different happening, Nestor kind of wakes up and like rubs his head. He just goes, oh man, Ugh. where am I? Who are you guys? And Pato and the rest of the Atlanteans are just staring at him. And explain to Nestor that the crew left him behind. (laughs) (laughs) And Nestor just goes, oh, they've done this like four times before. (laughs) Only four? I'm sure if I wait here long enough, they'll come back. And Nestor patiently waits in Atlantis to be picked up. I realized listening back through Archeo that Nestor was a big help in episode three and would have been with you the entirety of episode four. Oh, yeah. And we didn't talk about him once. <laughs> 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 very, very on bet. Oh, goodbye, everyone. <laughs>